welcome to Thriving as a Physician, the podcast that teaches you to thrive in your weight loss and life while juggling a packed physician schedule, because you deserve to thrive. Each week, I share sustainable, enjoyable tools that work in your busy life so that you can reach all of your goals faster with more confidence. Everything in this podcast is backed by my experience as an obesity medicine physician, years of coaching physicians on weight loss and eating, and my own personal weight loss journey. Let's get thriving. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Hello and welcome to episode 257 of the Thriving as a Physician podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thank you so much for joining me today. I have a really exciting announcement for you today is I've decided to do a series over the next four episodes of the podcast called the Fresh Start series. Now, I did a Fresh Start workshop series inside Thrive Academy back in the spring, and what it was really focused on is what are the things that get in your way, the things that you might not be seeing that are slowing you down that I've seen over and over and over again with physicians, and that I know when we just do little tweaks, we just clean it up in very simple ways, it can make a huge difference to how your journey feels and what it feels like for you to work on going after your goals. And so I thought it could be fun. I know you guys don't have access to the full workshop series inside Thrive Academy, but I thought it could be fun to pull out some of the highlights and teach them to you here on the podcast. Because I think this time of the year is a common one where we're looking for maybe a fresh start, where we're reassessing how the year has gone so far and thinking, okay, you know, I haven't quite reached those goals or Maybe you haven't made progress towards the goals at all, which is totally fine. Because often when we have a goal that we want and we're not making progress towards it, it's not like a you're doing it wrong or it's your fault or all the other horrible things we say to each other. It's just we've probably been taught to do it wrong. The skills that you have aren't getting you there. You need different skills. You need different tools. It's not that you're not trying. It's not that you don't know how or what you should be doing. And I use the word should in quotation marks. It's probably you're just missing some skills. You're missing some techniques to make it achievable in the realities of what your life is like. And this Fresh Start series that I'm going to share with you over the next four episodes of the podcast will help work on just what are some of those very basic, very simple, very easy to implement techniques that I think will make a difference in your weight journey. So make sure you tune in over the next four weeks. Tell your friends, share this with other physicians, please. This is really useful information that a lot of people could benefit from. If you love this series, please consider taking the time to stop and leave a review on wherever you listen to this podcast. Those really help this podcast get found and help support it. When I think about this, what today's topic is going to be believing before you have evidence. So believing that you can, believing that it could be different before you've actually done it or before you've actually shown yourself that it's different. And this is a really important skill. It's easy to gloss over. 
I think as physicians, we're taught to not put a ton of weight into our thoughts and just kind of thinking nice things. We're taught to look more at concrete evidence and lab work and things like that. But I can tell you with a lot of honesty and a lot of experience that what you believe is probably the most powerful thing you can change to completely transform how it feels to manage your weight in your eating. And when I was thinking back to what was it like before I realized this? I've been doing coaching now long enough that I think it just comes naturally. When something's not working, when it doesn't feel right to me, I immediately go to, okay, what am I thinking about this? How should I think? What would be more helpful to believe in this situation? And it just comes second nature. But I know that's not true for a lot of you. And I know this concept might be new for many of you. Those of you that have listened to the podcast a long time, you've heard me talk about this in different ways. But I think this episode will just give you kind of a fresher approach to it. So I was thinking, what was it like for me before I knew, before I started doing the coaching stuff? And I think what came up for me is that my belief in my weight loss ability was really passive. So tell me if this resonates with you. I spent a lot of time and a lot of energy thinking about, okay, how do I just stick to my healthy eating? How do I lose this weight? But it was with a passive tone. So it was things like, will I ever be able to do it? What if this doesn't happen for me? What if I can't? Should I be looking for somebody else or some other program to teach me how to do it? It was very passive. So I was sitting there as an individual who had identified I had some issues with eating. I felt out of control around food a lot of times. I was concerned about my weight. I was concerned about my metabolic health. But... I didn't think I had the power to decide the outcome. I thought I could try stuff and see if it worked. And if it worked, I could then believe in it. I don't even know now that I'm talking about it, if I ever really thought that I could believe in myself. I don't think I did. Like, I think it was always, could I believe in the external thing that I'm trying or this external thing that somebody's telling me to do that it may work? But I don't think it ever crossed my mind of could I believe in myself that I can do this, that I can be in control, that I can define how this journey is going to go. I really don't think it ever even crossed my mind. How about you? Does it ever cross your mind to believe that you could be the one in control no matter what? And that you don't have to wait to see what the end of the movie is before you believe in it. You can start believing now. It's an interesting thing to think about. And I know back when I first started finding the coaching stuff and started to realize, wait, my thoughts impact how it feels to take these actions and my thoughts can change how, what results I get was huge. It blew my mind. I remember being like, wait, what? Is this really true? Could it be this simple? I remember being incredulous, like, what? It can't, after all these years and all this amount of effort I put in, it really can't boil down to, I just have to think nice things. But really, at the end of the day, that's what it is, is it boils down to, if you think thoughts that feel good, it makes it easier to take the actions. It cleans up a lot of that struggle we deal with on a daily basis. So I want you to think about What beliefs do you currently have about your ability to reach your goals? 
And I can share from working with a lot of physicians over the years and a lot of patients in my obesity medicine, often when we come into weight loss and we're like, I want to make a difference to my weight, we have a desire, we have a wish, we have a dream, but it's backed up by, but I don't really know if I can do it. I probably am not going to be able to do it. And I want you to just notice how that starts to set up this tug of war experience inside your brain where you're like, I really want this thing, but I don't know if I can do it. I'm going to try, but it's probably not going to work. (laughs) Right? Those are an example of how when your beliefs are going in an opposite direction of your goals, it's going to slow you down. You're going to head towards that goal and get pulled back by that belief of, but it's probably not going to work. So how we think changes how we feel. If you're going into working on a weight loss goal, going into working on managing your eating, stabilizing your eating, whatever your goals are, and you're also believing, I'm going to put work in, I'm going to try, but it's probably not going to work. That gives you a feeling of being defeated, resigned, like a bit like, and when you think about it, what does it feel like to take action? Like if you're going to go after a goal, you will have to do different things. Your current actions in your life are creating your current reality. And so if you want to have different results, different life, different goals, you have to change the actions you're taking on a regular basis. What I'm most interested in is not just like take those actions and willpower it through, but how is it that our emotional state changes how you experience taking those actions? So if you're thinking, I really want to do this, but it's probably not going to work, you're feeling kind of resigned, defeated. And then you're like, oh, and now I need to meal plan for the week and I have to pack a lunch. What are those actions going to feel like? They're not going to feel very good, right? They're going to feel like a drag. They're going to feel like extra work. And then if we fast forward that in a couple of weeks when life's gotten busy and you haven't had a lot of time to focus on that goal, are you still going to be taking those actions consistently when they feel like extra work and they feel like a drag? The answer is no, you're probably not. And the problem here is that you'd probably beat yourself up when you realized you stopped taking those actions. You'd tell yourself you didn't have enough willpower. You'd tell yourself that you always do this and you keep failing, right? Do those sound familiar? But that's not true. What it actually comes back to is you started a goal with a set of beliefs that did not align with the goal. And that's the impact of beliefs. That's how they show up where we don't even know it's the beliefs that are stopping us, but it really is. That's why I wanted to start in this series with this episode, this topic. If you do nothing else in your weight loss journey, start by believing. Start by practicing the skill of believing before you have evidence. So how does our brain construct our beliefs? Well, generally, when you're like, okay, I want to do this thing, our brain then goes into your past and it's like, let's scan the past and see what is our evidence that we can do this thing. And if you've done something before, like say, think of routine stuff you do at work. I remember at one point doing a PAP was super anxiety provoking. I was scared I wouldn't be able to find cervixes. And so when I'd go in, oh, I have to do a pap, my brain would scan my past history. It's like, you haven't actually done one of these. Last time you did it, you couldn't find the cervix. And it would tell me, you are probably not going to be successful this time. There's a chance you might fail at this. And I would go in really nervous. Now, after years and years of practice, I never worry about that. When I'm like, I have to do a pap, my brain can do a quick scan. He's like, oh, we've done thousands of those. We're totally fine. 
Now let's cross this over to weight loss. The problem is, is for many of us, you may never have reached the weight loss that you're wanting to reach. Or if you have reached it, you may not have been able to maintain it. And so when you say, okay, I want to lose this weight or I want to start eating really healthy and be consistent with my healthy eating, then your brain goes into your past history and it's like, whoa, red flag here. (laughs) We've never done that before. Well, you've tried and you've never been successful. And then it pulls that belief into this journey. And this is the problem. If we let our brain do this on autopilot, this is the issue. This is where you get stuck is your brain is going into the past. It's pulling all the beliefs it has of all your past experiences and it's pulling them forward. And chances are those are not going to help you. They are not going to be helpful beliefs for you. So we have to get intentional with this. We have to take the reins back and decide what we are going to believe before we actually have the evidence. Your past history with your weight doesn't matter at all. The only way that it matters is you have a good set of knowledge and wisdom that you've gained in those past experiences about what has worked for you, because there will be elements that have worked, but also you've learned a lot about what didn't work. And that is equally as valuable. Your past history with your weight, your eating, whatever goals you've had, does not reflect on you as an individual. It does not reflect on your value as a human being. And it certainly does not reflect on your capacity for success in the future. All it shows you is the results that you were able to create with the tools that you had. And if those results aren't what you wanted them to be, all it means is the tools weren't quite right. You hadn't quite clicked. Maybe pieces had clicked, but then there were gaps missing. There were skill gaps. The most common one is the how do you maintain weight loss gap. And that's a big one that I work with the physicians inside Thrive Academy. But your past history gives you wisdom. We can mine it for information, but it does not give you any evidence about what you can do in the future. Think about this. There's so many skills you've done in your life that you had to start with no evidence. And you had to have a kernel of belief that it was possible for you to do it. I think back to applying to med school. So when you think of the journey you go on before you can even apply to med school, you don't know if you're going to get in. And yet you have to exert so much energy. You have to invest so much time. You have to invest money to do extra courses, to do the MCAT, all of these different things. And yet you don't know if you're going to get in. So the only reason why we start that journey is there is a kernel of belief that we could do it, even though we have no evidence that we could do it. And for those of you who tried multiple years, that's extra true, right? Like you may have even had evidence to the contrary, and yet you kept going and you got in. We need to look at situations like that in our life about the power of belief. I remember spending an entire summer studying for the MCAT in my parents' basement in between university years. And I had no evidence that I'd do well on the exam. I had no evidence that I would be considered appropriate for medical school, but I believed it enough that it was worthwhile investing that time and energy into it. If you think about driving, like think about before you knew how to drive, there was a belief that you'll be able to do it. And so you start learning. Think about all the crazy skills you learn in medicine, all the different procedures that you learn to do as a medical student, as a resident that you might perform now. 
at some point for every single one of those, you didn't have evidence you could do it. If it feels really comfortable to you now, it's only because at some point you believed enough that you would be able to do it, that you took action, even though you didn't have evidence. And so let's look at the power of this. I shared you that example of if you let your brain go on autopilot and use your past history, how that can create that tug of war situation where it ends up influencing your results. If we just change the thought, when we're changing thoughts and beliefs, and a belief is only a thought that you've thought a lot so that it just feels really solid. Maybe there are thoughts that have been handed to you from other people in your life. And when it comes to weight, this is really common. What you saw your parents do, how people around you talk to you when you were a kid about eating and weight, how you saw your friends manage their weight has probably created a belief system in you. And we get to question all of them. We get to decide, are they helpful or not? Now, what happens when we intentionally choose beliefs that help us? Now, we don't have to go to the rainbows and unicorns. It doesn't have to be like, I've never been able to lose weight. And then you changed a belief of, I'm going to easily and simply lose weight. You could absolutely use that. And that would be like a power belief. If you practice that and you're like, I can easily and simply lose weight when I want It would be amazing. You could play with that if you're like, oh, that could be fun if that was my belief. But you don't have to. For the majority of my weight loss journey, and one I share a lot on this podcast and to the members inside Thrive Academy for Physicians, is I'm figuring this out. And if you're standing at the beginning of a goal and your brain's like, but we don't have evidence that we can do this, your belief could just be, I'm going to figure this out. Think of how much powerful you feel when you say that to yourself instead of, I'm going to try, but it's probably not going to work. Our other example, I'm going to figure this out. Makes you feel a little bit confident. Makes you feel a little more in control. I feel like I feel calmer when I say that. And what's the impact when you take action from that place? If I'm feeling confident, calm, in control, it's probably going to be easier to do those examples of the actions that we talked about, like setting up your meal plan. I don't think it'll feel like a big deal if you're like, I'm figuring this out. It'll feel easier to pack that lunch and also eat it. But here's the more important piece. A belief like this makes it so that when you predictably have obstacles in your journey, because you 100% will, if you have a good belief structure, like I'm figuring this out, and you hit an obstacle, you're far more likely to figure it out to not let that obstacle stop you. Whereas in our other example, when the belief system was, I'm going to try, but it's probably not going to work. You hit an obstacle. Your brain then uses it as evidence of, yes, yeah, see, I told you it wasn't going to work. And you stop. That obstacle becomes a brick wall that stops you and stands between you and your goals. When you have a belief like, I am figuring this out. I'm going to figure this out. No matter what the obstacle is, you just believe that you're going to figure it out. It holds you in a problem-solving mindset. This was the most powerful belief I used in my whole weight loss journey. I would use it when I was sitting in the drive-thru, wondering, okay, why am I here again? I told myself I wouldn't do this. And I'd be like, okay, it's okay. I'm figuring this out. Let's figure this out. And I did. Took some time because I was doing it all on my own, but I figured it out. So how do you believe if you don't have evidence? Let's give you some tips to focus on. Number one is you just choose to believe. Now, that sounds maybe too simple, but it's true. You can believe anything you want. You just get to choose to believe. There are no belief police. You do not have to have evidence. 
And if you look around your life, you can probably find things that you believe in that you don't actually have the evidence for. And you're allowed to believe anything. It is okay if changing your beliefs feels uncomfortable at first. That is okay. This is new. We haven't really thought about our power to believe and to change our lives through what we believe, especially when it comes to weight loss. It's okay if it feels uncomfortable. You've got this. So number one, you just choose to believe. You're like, instead of letting my brain do this on autopilot, because I've seen where that goes, I'm choosing to intentionally believe. And I'm going to see where that takes me. Number two, you got to practice. You have had how many years of practice not believing or practice believing things that pull you in an opposite direction of your goals? So many years. Those neural pathways are well-worn. They're going to kick back in easily, and that's okay. Nothing's going wrong. Your job when you're practicing new beliefs is to make those paths as well-worn as the old paths, or at least close to. And when you catch your brain going down one of the old paths, you don't get mad, you don't get upset, you just redirect. And you're like, oh, I noticed you're over here. Actually, we're going in this direction today. And you just remind yourself of what you're choosing to believe. That's number three. That You catch yourself when you're going in the opposite direction. Remind yourself of where you want to go. So number one, you choose to believe. Number two, you practice. You can practice As you walk down the hall in the hospital, you can practice driving into work. You can practice when you look at yourself in the mirror, getting ready and just say your new beliefs over and over. You can write them down in your journal. I find that to be helpful in the morning. Sometimes the only thing I write in a journal is today I'm going to think or today I'm going to believe blank. And I find just by writing it down, it does something in my brain where it sticks with me. You can do it while you're out for a walk. You can practice a belief in your brain while you're giving your kids their baths. There's so many places that you can practice. The more you practice it, you're paving that neural pathway, the new one that we want. And then, like I said, number three is you catch yourself when it's going in the wrong direction. You calmly and compassionately redirect it in the direction you want to go. All right. Does that sound too simple? Are you listening to this and you're like, there's no way it could come down to just being this simple? It is. It is a simple, and it's an example of how we've been told weight loss should be hard. We've been taught the hard stuff. We've been taught, okay, just try to change those actions and never told how our thoughts and our feelings impact them. These are some of the tools that can create more ease when you're changing your eating, when you're working on your weight. And this is why I love coaching so much. This is why I spend time every week recording this podcast for you guys. And if you really like this idea, if you're like, if it's as simple as that, and you want that ongoing support so you can really figure out what are your obstacles, how do you work on these beliefs, and you don't have to do it on your own, you can get that benefit of years of support, then come join us inside Thrive Academy for Physicians. Head over to starttothrive.ca. That's start number two, thrive.ca. Learn more about Thrive Academy for Physicians and everything I offer inside that program. It is amazing. And then submit an application. The application is a no obligation process where it basically just gives you an opportunity to make sure that I think you're a good fit. And once I've seen your application reviewed it, then I'll invite you to have a one-on-one call with me where you and I can talk. We can talk about your specific challenges and again, just make sure that this is a really good fit and that it's going to be an amazing program for you. 
which it is. If you're resonating with this episode, if you resonate with other episodes, come talk to me about joining the program because it will completely change your life. Weight and eating will never feel the same again once you've done this program. I have a totally different approach, totally different tools than what you've encountered before. So head over to Start to Thrive. That's start number two, thrive.ca. Learn more and submit your application. Have a fantastic week and make sure you check out next week when we're coming in the second series of Fresh Start. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.